Hello and welcome to Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxon and Bob Anderson. We're on episode 124. This week, we are talking property development problems because we've just encountered a few and we think if we can share them with you, then it's going to help you on your way. So let's jump on in to episode 124. Welcome to episode 124. Hey, giving away the book first off before I kick right into this epic topic that you're going to love. This week, this book goes to Josh Thompson. And Josh Josh already has it, but I said I'd say his name on the podcast. So Josh, Josh, gosh, I'm really stumbling today. I hope by now you have started reading from page 121. Anyway, property development problems. And the reason we've got, well, first of all, before we go down that road, hi, Bob. Hi, Hillary. <laughs> Acting like you don't see me very often. No, no, you're never more than five metres away, I think. Well, no, not occasionally. O- not often. When you're at the gym, you are. Yeah, but we're actually not often that far apart. So we've just come off our three-day workshop, which mm, was fantastic. How great was that? Oh, so good. And you might be able to tell from my voice. I've got a bit of voice strain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same with me. Mine's a bit craggy, but uh, we'll get there. I think a lot of ours is the socialising we do with, well, with all the such students. Such a great bunch of people. We have the property mastermind people know how to have a good time. They do, but it was just so much great networking. Oh, and it was, yeah. Many friendships made and just so fabulous. So it was such a great event and everybody stays that. So, mm. yeah, if you haven't been to the property mastermind uh, workshop, the three-day workshop, Seriously, get yourself a ticket for next book, year. Book in for next November now. Oh, my gosh. They are so good. And what I would love is for the people that went and listened to our podcast to write us a review and say they are so right because everybody had a fabulous time. So anyway, Bob. Yes. Let's start by – well, actually, we'll cover off what happens at the workshop, hey? Okay, yeah, that'll be good. Not everyone knows that. Yeah, and maybe even just clarify. So if you buy a bundle, you get the online course and you get a workshop and you can bring a partner for free. So we have so many people there that bring a partner, which is just really motivating and fun. Mm. So it's three days of um, Bob, myself and Aaron, mostly Bob, uh, at presenting. And I kind of run around and... You do a bit of important presenting yourself. Yeah, I your do. Your favourite subjects. But yeah, you, you're the... You're the glue that holds it all together, probably. I'm the DJ. DJ, <laughs> social convener. I'm definitely the social convener, but it is just a, a great as a, what it does is people connect. I there were joint ventures formed mm. from there. There are new that. mentoring students who will definitely do a development, which is so exciting, and yeah, just. Everyone there pretty much bought my book. One guy, <laughs> this is three wines in, and if you haven't got yourself a copy, you're a maniac because jump on my website and grab one or we'll put a link below. It'll make a great Christmas present. One guy bought three for each of his daughters and one for his, lo- his wife, and they listen. Grant Spore, you're a legend. <laughs> so oh, there you go. Yeah. He knows a good book when he's seen one. Yeah, it's just a really easy read, motivating book for women to get excited. But, you know, two other things that yeah. happened while we are at the workshop, oh, Bob. Tell me. Well, I'm you know, to remember, lots of stuff happened. <laughs> lots of stuff. We had um, uh, one of our mentoring students uh, won at auction. Yep, that was auction, wasn't it? Or no, did it get passed and he bought it afterwards? Yeah, yeah. yep. So yeah, he bought it 
We've got another mentoring student kicking off, which is always exciting because we only work with about 20 people at a time. And so we know, you know, we make sure they get through the, that they get a development and that's the goal of it. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we had another one launch, launch pad himself into it. And then um, we had, just as we were leaving on the Thursday night to go down to the Goldie, we had a phone call from a past mentoring student and and he just gave me a call and said, hey, I was, you know, just wanted to know some stuff. And then I said, oh, so where are we at with the development? And he goes, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting it from the visa. They're getting an extra 200 on each duplex. So mm. instead of having that terrible $600,000 profit, they're going to make a million. JV with his dad. JV with his dad. Mm. So cool. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the sort of people we were with, high achievers. And oh, that just lights me up, you know. Yeah, students, you know, crack a good deal, get a site, you know. He did the work too, you know. He, he did, he, he did really the yards, did. you know. Yeah. He looked at a few, put plenty in the rubbish bin. Mm, mm. And he actually not even changed patches, he paid, He mm. changed states. He did. But we, we'll get him on the podcast soon because yeah. if he's keen to jump on. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. That's everything I wanted to cover there. That's, that's really good fun, isn't it? Mm. So All now right. the podcast, Property Development Mistakes. Yeah, Surprises. Mistakes. Oh, Surprises. Did I, what did I call it? Did it's, I say? It's not Mistakes. It's, it's Surprises. Mm. Yeah, so what's happened is uh, this is our development, one that we've got underway. We've got a couple. We do. Yeah, more than a couple, but anyway, we're always doing something. And we had Demolition Day yesterday, which is exciting. Bob forgot to tell us. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was sort of like um, so engrossed in the in the workshop and the aftermath of the workshop that I did forget to tell those who matter within our organisation. <laughs> yeah, mainly yourself and Georgia. Yeah, so but that the, the demo was on. Yeah, I mean, this uh, week. there's nothing cooler than watching a demo. I love watching demolitions. I, I mean, I've never gotten sick of it in four decades. What I love, I think, is. The power of, of the machinery, you know, mm. those big excavators, you know, they're just unbelievable power. And, uh, you know, what they can do is amazing, you know. So, yep, that's what I love to do. Watch a good demo. So after that, what we found out today mm. was there's a swimming pool that nobody <laughs> knew about. So that is the out. We've actually got three problems we'll bring up with this uh, site. Yeah. So the first problem we've encountered is that there is a swimming pool that's been covered in. So that causes a wee problem. Bob, do you want to explain what goes on there? Yeah. So this house was built, I'd say, about 50 years ago. It's a low-set brick. Must have had a swimming pool in there at one point, and they've they've covered it up. So they probably what, – what happens with swimming pools – you know, when you buy a site, and I've, I've bought a few sites over the years with swimming pools, and you, I mean, you generally don't leave the pool there; it never works. So you have to get rid of the pool, and to do it properly, you need to get a, a big excavator in there with a rock breaker and really break it up. And I tell you what, you know, you think of the coping of a pool. There's a lot of steel and concrete in there. Mm. It's not that hard to punch holes in the bottom of a pool, but what do they use, Bob? Oh, it's just a big rock breaking attachment on the end of an excavator. That, mm. You know that then it in you know the hammer thing you hear. You know, I can't imitate one. I'm afraid. But oh, darn it, that would have been. But fun. normally, what you do is you break down all the coping. You break the, up the pool underneath, obviously, so that it, any water that goes in there, then you know you backfill it with road base. You compact it. Like you know, it's a bit of a job. It, it costs typically between about 
oh, 15000 even up to $20,000 to to correctly uh, you know, get rid of a swimming pool. Can, can we just go back to that backfilling it with road base? What's that mean? Well, when you fill the pool, because like, it is a hole, you want to use really good soil that you can get a high compaction rate on, you know, because eventually you're going to build over it. So you don't want to just throw in old grubby topsoil and weeds and stuff. <laughs> that okay. won't do the job at all. It has to be done properly. Mm. I met a guy once who he had an excavator and a rock breaker and his job, is almost his whole business was getting rid of swimming pools. And I said, seriously? He said, 90% of my work is getting rid of swimming pools. And he became a bit of a swimming pool specialist, you could say. Swimming pool removal. Yeah, and... and I, like I've had pools and they they can annoy you after a while, uh, you know, in terms of all the maintenance and Why so forth. Why do you think they would have got well, – because they were older couples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. These, are, these are where they've had a family. You know, kids love pools. So you yeah. can't keep – even in winter, mm. you can't keep your kids out of a pool. Well, in Queensland anyway, not yeah. sure about Melbourne, uh, and uh, unless it's heated. But, uh, you know, when the kids grow up and leave home and the parents are left and they mightn't use the pool much and, you know, they're constantly, you know, cleaning it and maintaining it, you know, it just Dad gets just too much. Dad just wants to put a garden there. So, yeah, so they just get somebody in shed. to uh, dispose of it. And, it, you know, 15000 is not uncommon to, to, to do that with a pool. But this particular one, we didn't know. So how, so how would somebody know? Like why did we not know about that? Well... We're not we're not ready to do the soil tests or anything yet. So I mean, you just look. All you can do is look at it, and what do you see? Well, if you if you look at that property, it's just a low set brick house built, you know, nineteen seventy or something like that. So there's no depressions in the ground. There's nothing to suggest that there was a pool there mm. until the excavator started to dig and you know dig the footings out. And uh, oh, hello, and found hello, the pool. hello, hello, hello. What do we got here? And uh, he does have a pretty big excavator, this guy. It's like a 30-ton excavator, yeah. which is seriously big. I mean, a 20-ton excavator is big. This thing's a monster. And uh, so he had to start digging it out and he put the big hook on the excavator, you know, sort of trying to hook out the coping. And, yeah, and we're thinking, oh, well, here we go because this is, a, you know, c- can be an expensive proposition. Uh, and where does it end? You know, how hard is it to get out? Mm. So did he quote the extraction of the pool before doing it or did no. he just say, I'll add well, you on don't X? Know. You know, it's there, obviously. It's going yep. to be an extra. It's not part of the part of the quote. Yeah. point is, you know, how long's a piece of string? So how do we go? So he, he beavered away there with his big machine and uh, eventually got it out. So it's not just the time that the machine's working to get the pool out, then you've got to get rid of it all. You know, it's dumping fees. And mm. dumping fees are really quite expensive these days. Mm. It's not um, contaminated fill or it cost an absolute fortune, but it's still fill. And it's mostly sand, the ground, uh, sand, uh, but, you know, big chunks of concrete. And, uh, yeah, it took a, took a while. And I'm, I'm starting to think, well, what's this going to cost, you know? Mm. And how did he go? I know the answer, but I'd just like to use Well, that. at that point, you just thought you'll sort it out at the end of the job. You know, what okay. you said is like, you know, we'll work out how long it's taken us and how much the dumping fees are and we'll let you know. And we've used this guy. In fact, you know him pretty I know, well. yeah. He's a really great guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, he's sort of rough around the edges. Yeah, he's awesome. That's uh, a lot of demolishers are really. But um, He let me go in when they were doing the demolish on the on, last one. Well, just... 
dry, not while they were built in the roof. No, room. no, when they'd emptied and they were still yeah. pulling out the inside stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They'd bashed it in, but I said, oh, can I have a look? He goes, yeah, just come on in. And I thought, it's probably a little bit illegal. Come on, come on in in your open-toe shoes. Yeah, there was all dressed up. <laughs> yeah, so same guy, you know yeah, him really he's a well. good guy, yeah. But you could trust him. I mean, you know, you know I don't need to get a quote off him prior because you can't. He doesn't know how long it's going to take. Yeah. Uh, so that was, yeah, okay, well, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. They're, they're not deal killers, those sorts of things. Uh, you know, even if it, much, well, it shouldn't cost. It wouldn't cost that full fifteen on this job because it already been been smashed up to a degree previously. But like, it, it is what it is. It's not. A, it's not a deal killer when you're, you know, when you're doing this is a duplex. You know, so mm. units are worth on this one probably about two point three million. Mm. So the, the if you can't if you can't spill sort each. of fifteen to twenty grand on six point four million, yeah, or two point three six, two, 4. yes, uh, four point so four point six, six has my maths. Yeah, so you know, it's just something that you have to do. Interesting with this, so this development, and I said to Bob we should probably start talking about it because it's another one we just kicked off on. We went to auction in February, and as usual, don't get emotional and. Yeah, well, there's partners there as well, you know. And yeah, there's a few of us doing it. So, yeah, and I don't like buying from auction. I mean, I, I absolutely hate auctions with a passion. Uh, and I made no secret of that, but fortunately, most of my life have been in southeast Queensland and we can avoid them. Uh, now they've snuck their way in. Well, since since COVID, there's more and more auctions, really. Mm. Uh, it used to be that the uh, only the real estate agent with the yellow signs used to do auctions, but but now more and more. But, Ooh, no, no free advertising in this yeah, space. No, but it's not like like Melbourne. Of course, you live in. It's just a, a given that just about everything is going to be an auction. Mm. You know, uh, lesser extent in Sydney and in say Brisbane, southeast Queensland, where we live, it was uh, always you know, not really hardly ever did one. Maybe maybe five percent of stock got sold by auction, but it's a lot higher these days. And it was a site that we waited for. It was one that we, you know, in the location that we wanted. You don't get a lot of them. And so we thought, well, you know, we're going to have to have a crack at this, whether we like auctions or not. So we all go along there because we all get excited. And we're bidding against, uh, so it was a deceased estate, but there were six children. Yeah. And one of them actually wanted it, but the other five didn't. Well, we think we think she did. It's a, it all it's a hard bit to weird. Hear. But as you say, six, you know, this thing got carved up between six children. So... Well, it's still a decent amount of money each. Yeah, did she like, want it or she just know, wanted to bump re- it up? You wouldn't retire on it. Because I think there were four people bidding initially and then it came there were, out. There, there were a couple of bidders in there and they, they dropped out. Now, who they were, I don't know. I didn't recognise them. A lot of the time we know who other developers are, you know, in, in our patch as we should. Uh, but, no, we didn't recognise anybody and and she was there sort of giving it a bit of a nudge. I, I could thought, see smoke coming out of her nostrils. <laughs> yeah, she got a bit emotional. She, yeah, she did actually. And and like we got we got Aaron to to actually do the bid, but yeah. he was taking instructions from us, and we were over to one side, like acting as though we don't care. And at one time, but you know what it's like. Everyone's acting like they don't care with their fingers secretly crossed behind our back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, maybe yeah. When we, we did want it, we weren't going to pay too much for it. No. Uh, but. Well, what it's worth. That's that's what we want to pay for it. What it's worth. Don't get emotional. Yeah, but you know, it narrowed down to just the two of us, and uh, you know, we're sort of getting up close to what we calculated was our limit through our feasibility because it's a development site. You do a feasibility, do all your due diligence, and look, it's just a number. Yeah, it's a number. We'll pay that much. 
and that's a number and that's all it is. It's not like we're buying a house for ourselves to live in. No. That, that's an emotional choice. You know, the location, the, the house or the unit, you know, everything about it's emotional because it's ours. We're going to live there, you know, we're going to invite our friends. Out. Like, that's very emotional purchase. The property development side, I mean, we're going to buy it and knock the house down, for goodness sake, you know, we just want to make money. No emotion, it's all numbers. But then it got to <laughs> got to that number. Got to the number. And then Aaron had to turn around and look at Bob and Bob yeah. gives him the, the, the wink. Well, it just it went five over, I think, initially. Five thousand dollars over and then and and she dropped off. Yeah. Thank goodness. We were both at the same number. And uh, and yeah, well there's there's a little bit of acting going on in, in, in there as well, you know, but as you do with auctions, but um, yeah, and, and we got it. You know, we went well. The, we went five five thousand dollars over our theoretical limit. But I asked Bob only yesterday. I said, "Was that actually the limit?" Because I never, I never thought to ask you. I knew what you said. This is our number. This is where we we're going. And then you went over it by five thousand. I thought, "Wow, oh, that's interesting," because I thought you would never do that. And so I just left it, and it's been a few months now. And then when I asked you, you said, oh, no, I was actually going 20 over that bit. So he, you, you were 1,500 that you didn't tell us about. Well, the number we chose was correct. Yeah. But I wasn't going to lose it for 20 Yeah. if I had to, you know. And okay. I mean, that's nothing, 20,000 in the bigger picture. Yeah. It's $10,000 per unit. I mean, you, you could sneeze and lose that. Or you could do something good and make up for it pretty quickly, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but that would have been it, you know. If we'd have hit that extra twenty, and and that was still going, no, nah, I would have let it go. And we've had another wee surprise mm. on this one. Yeah. So the other surprise is also a septic tank that we oh, didn't know yeah. about. So what does that what does that mean? For, so if we bump into a septic tank, what happens there, Bob? Well, I haven't come across one in this area. It's not the first project we've done. But I've never come across one because septic tanks are really mm. weird where you don't have sewage, which is all a bit weird. I don't know what it was doing there, and I wouldn't have expected it because that subdivision was done around 1970. That's why the houses are all, you know, 50 years old pretty mm. much. Mm. And they're all nearly the same. They're all those set brick and tile things, you know, three beds, single bath, double bath, you know, whatever. But they would have... So there was sewage there. Like it wasn't one of those really old areas where all the old houses were on septic mm. and then, you know, 50 years ago sewage came to the area, you know, and then everybody had to stop using their septics and, and hook up to the sewer. Did it have stuff in it? <laughs> sorry, sorry to ask. Oh, you met, oh, no, look, probably it hasn't been used for so long. Whatever was in there would have been pretty dried up, I imagine. Ugh, that's disgusting. I don't, I don't think it would have been as bad as you think it was. No. So I'll, have, I'll have to ask the demolisher when I see him. But is it a metal? A septic tank's metal? It's tank. No, tank. Uh, it's uh, concrete. It would oh. have been a concrete tank. Yeah. and Another wee surprise. Well, exceptionally, I mean, I still haven't gotten to the bottom of why there would be a septic tank there. It, you know, it wasn't just a grease trap. It was a, it was a septic tank. And why would there be one there when from day one they had sewage? Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then we've had. Question for. So the demolisher's just dropped that in with the rest of his quote. He'll just bump Yeah, it so. He's making get, a mozza. Had to get rid of the septic tank. I'm He's thinking, loving the extras. Well, Aaron and I are thinking like, okay, what what's this going to cost us, you know? And we're, we're thinking tops 30. 
you know, 20, 30, 25, 30, well, prepare yourself for the worst, say 30, that's what we were sort of thinking. And we thought, can we, well, of course you can live with it. I mean, you don't have a choice at this point. Yeah. We're just demolishing the place, isn't it? You know, if it costs you 30, it he's costs kinda you 30. He's kind of got us over a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> but in the big picture of things, I mean, if you're spending $1.7 or whatever it is on the building of the duplex, what 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 percentage is 30,000, you know? I mean, really, it's like... I don't even, I can't even work it out. It'd be a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent. So it's mm. not going to kill you. It's just that it's 30,000 that you won't see again. Mm. You know, you don't see anything for it as such. You can't know. wear it. No. So it's, it's not like shoes. You can't gone. drive it. It's not like no, a car. No, you can't. It's just invisible. And yeah. he just picked it up and yeah, it just went out the, out yeah. the back. So, um, yeah, as, as, as it turned out, he was, well, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. So uh, he said, no, we'll cover that for 10 grand, both of them. How good's that? Yeah. And had he said 30, I would have said, well, that's probably a fair price. Someone else would charge us that. Yeah. Um, and so, if, he, if, he, if he made it 20, I'd thank him. Mm, he made, made it 10. 10. But, but what that shows, though, is what I always talk about. It's about the relationship. Relationship. And we have a good relationship with him. We've both chatted with him and oh, yeah, you know, we've we, used him a few times. Well, we've probably given him eight jobs. Yeah. That's we've cool. even given him a couple of jobs where we just referred him. Yeah. Uh, so, so he's done well and, and good and thanks for that. But then the footings are also very deep. Oh, oh, dear. Well, we did another one not too far away with the same, same, guess, uh, same demolisher. The footings... I don't know. Look, I saw the footings that came out of the other one. I thought it looked like they'd been designed for a five-storey apartment block dead set. I don't know why they had to be that. And, and they think it's the sand? Well, sand's stable. Mm. You know, like it's, like it's um, you know, things like clay that are highly reactive. Sand's much more stable than clay. Mm. But, um, but anyway, whatever they are, it, big lots of concrete there, so he had to dig them out. And they were, they were quite deep, big solid lumps of footings. Of course, they got the Rio through them as well. So, you know, it's... Um, so he's working hard this week for his money. He is. He's oh, working yeah. Hard. He's, he's got about like four labourers run around the side as well. You know, he likes to... Of course, he owns the business. He likes to drive the excavator, as you would. So would I. <laughs> and uh, guys running around with crowbars and, um, uh, you know, saws that cut cut steel, Rio steel and all that sort of thing, you know. Um, and, yeah. get, and And we have another surprise. That we've found in this one as well. There's, there's, there's a wee bit of asbestos. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Not a surprise as such. Houses that were built 50 years ago, there's always going to be some. Mm. You know, in the in the bathroom walls, you know, there's going to be asbestos sheeting. I mean, it's just, you know that. So typically what you see or what the demolisher sees is what they quote on. Mm. I had a tile roof, didn't have the hardy Super 6 roof, thank goodness. Uh, the old, you know, the corrugated, the big corrugated mm, mm. asbestos roof, so they can be fun. Uh, the outside was brick, it's brick veneer, uh, but the inside, uh, there, what, there were some asbestos sheets and there, there's probably a bit of asbestos lagging on on some of the, uh, you know, the hot water pipes and that sort of thing. That yeah. What they used to do is lag it or wrap uh, asbestos around the pipes to, to, to keep the hot water hot, you know, as it travels. There would have been a bit of that, but they would have expected that. Mm. But you never know what you're going to find when you dig up with asbestos either, and I've been surprised a few times there. You were talking about driveways earlier today. Driveways or sheds, yeah. What they used to do a lot in the old days is they'd bury all their asbestos offcuts. 
Now, this is back in a time when nobody even cared about asbestos, really. This is before, you know, all the asbestosis claims, you know, where everybody attacking James Hardy and all that. This is before then. This is when everyone was using it. And But they used to, rather than, you know, dump the stuff off site, they just bury it. And they nearly always buried it under, like, a driveway or if there was, a like, a shed where they're where they're pouring concrete a slab, floor, yeah. anything under concrete, under a concrete slab, driveway. Nice wee spot to just poke your asbestos down. Yeah, yeah. That and your dead bodies. And <laughs> your dead bodies. You never really knew. What the, oh, that's what the Italian mafia do. Yeah. Connie Palella's lot, all that lot. Oh, I don't think Connie's <laughs> buried too many people in a time. But but, um, <laughs> but we haven't dug up your driveway yet. Good point, yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, underneath the driveway can be a bit of a surprise. It's generally not a lot, although I have found, you know, on a couple of jobs, there there was quite a lot of asbestos, mm. you know, that was underneath. What happens it cost at that about point? Another yeah. five thousand dollars for the last time I I found a, had a surprise a underneath surprise? the driveway. Yeah, because it costs quite a lot of money. It has to be handled in a particular way. The demolition person has to have an, a a license for dealing with asbestos, and has to be you know it has to be watered, has to be wrapped up, has to be dumped at a in, in a certain place, and they pay a, an absolute fortune to dump asbestos. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's pretty expensive stuff to get rid of. But this one, I, so far, I'd, I'd have to check with Aaron because he hung around to see if there was any extra asbestos above and beyond. Asbestos what, and dead bodies under the ground? Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to worry about the dead bodies. <laughs> no, you know, you, you, just, you just dig another hole. And, <laughs> Remove them. But, but asbestos you have to get rid of. Mm. Uh, yeah, so... Well, look, yeah, so that's, I mean, a pretty good outcome. Certainly some surprises. Yeah, but I suppose what I'm alluding to, and this is why we talked about this today, is that there's always going to be surprises mm. and you've just got to know how to deal with them. And we were incredibly lucky with the yeah. relationship that we yeah. had yeah. with our guy mm. that he was he was so accommodating. Well, he probably saved us fifteen to 20000 on on what he could have charged realistically, so... Dollar, dollar saved is a dollar in or something like that, my dad used to tell me. Um, so, uh, so in summary, we had a 5000 over, but really it was 15000 under yeah. on the bid. Yeah. We had uh, initially the, the surprise swimming pool. Yep. We had the surprise septic tank mm. and we had a little bit more. Bigger, bigger than average footings. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's four bigger than average footings. Yeah. And lastly, the asbestos, you knew there was some, but it was possibly a little bit more mm. than you thought. Yeah. And the neighbours were good, which is always a bonus. Yeah. So When you're belting down the house next door. Ooh, and, we, and the good thing is we chose the correct house to demolish. Yes. That has happened in the past. Not with us. Yes. Where a demolisher has demolished the wrong house. Yeah. Always be on site. Always good. Yeah, you know, there's, there's so much goes into it now to prevent them from demolishing the wrong house. Yeah. But it has happened. It, probably about 10 years ago, the last time I heard it happen. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. I don't think anyone was home. They were away for the weekend, so nobody knew. Until you get all home. All their furniture, everything. You get home and it's all just broken. <laughs> you think they'd walk through. I always thought that on that last demo that we did, that yeah, I went they probably to. did walk through and picked up a television and God knows what Yeah, else. there's so much stuff still in the house. I always, mm. oh, I hate waste. I'm always thinking somebody might want that. Somebody mm. might want that. Mm. But I was just like, well, knock it down and One we rid. did recently, you sold the shed out of the backyard. Oh, yeah, I did sell us, that one. You know? yeah. That was good. It had a, a colour bond shed 
not a real big one, can't remember. Oh, no, it's a decent size, probably about six by four metres on a concrete slab. But, um, in fact, you advertised that shed for sale. must have been a little bit too cheap because you got knocked down in a oh rush. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you put it Everybody on Marketplace. Wanted it. Yeah. And I said they'd have to come and take it down mm. and then they would have had to put it back up. But so many people wanted it mm. and, yeah, we just met people there and they took it away. Well, better to have some money in your pocket like we did than have to pay demolition and demolition. Well, it was pretty reasonable. It wasn't it was a good too shed. old. Yeah, it was, it was reasonably good, new, good so it was worth doing. Shed, you know, if you wanted to go to the effort of taking it down, marking all the panels, which is very important when you put it back together again, yeah. it would have been a good shed. Yes, well, that so that was a, just down the road, so, different a different um, property. Different property, same demolisher. Same demolisher. <laughs> so there you have it, everybody. There's always going to be potentially something, yep. but not every disaster is the end of the world. So we don't have to always look at things like they're doom and gloom, do they? No. And look, we've got a while to go yet. We're starting builders on site next week and we'll go through the building process. So there's probably be a, a few things pop up there, as there always is. Nothing that can't be dealt with. On another note, hmm? mine's coming to an end next week. Yes. We were invited to the official opening, but I can't go because we've got something on. <laughs> and it is on the other side of the country. Can I go instead? Oh, I so want to go. I'm so devastated. Hmm. But we just there's no way I the can go. The official opening. The official opening. And I tell you, I might share this story. Hmm. So it's a for NDIS pro- project, and just before the apartments, four apartments. two bedroom apartments, yeah, and they're tilt slabs, tilt slabs, yeah. solid, going to be there for two hundred years. Yeah, it'll, they'll be lucky to pull that thing down. And we, before the power's on, oh, it, they've been told we've been told it is of the highest quality they've ever seen. So yeah, the NDIS inspectors who went through it before classifying it said is the best they've ever seen ever. There you go. Only the best for me. Only the best for you. <laughs> well, I'm not going to. Well, you got there. a great joint venture partner. I have though. the best, yes. And he wasn't there, and the power wasn't on, and one of the tenants went around there. So he's in a wheelchair. So it's a high care facility, meaning people in wheelchairs. Uh, what else? They, it's, it's very high care. So they, mm. it's all wheelchair living, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Severe sometimes. Yeah. And so the elevator wasn't on because the power wasn't connected. So it's two levels. And so this guy, young guy, I think he'd been in a motor vehicle accident and he got out of his car, wheeled to so he's, a, he's a tenant. He's going to be a tenant. He's, he's going shortly. to be, yeah. And so he got to the bottom of the stairs and he got out of his wheelchair on his, you know, on his bottom and just pushed himself up. The st- you know, you can measure on your bottom and pushing yourself up with your arms. And he got to the top of the stairs and when um, my builder, joint venture partner, John, got there, he was crying in the apartment because he just couldn't believe how amazing it was and how he's finally going to have his own home. So, mm. oh, my gosh, it's such a good thing. Yeah, that, you've, yeah. you've actually teared up a bit. Well, oh. I, yeah, I, I do. It's such an incredible story. Oh, it is. When Don't do that. God knows what he's been through, this mm. young man, because he wasn't born with the disability. I believe it was from a car accident as a teenager. Yeah. What he's been through, and God knows without any real disability um, uh, you know, accommodation, God knows what he's been through, but now he's got his own unit. And they're beautiful. And it, it's, it's incredible, you know. Yeah. I could, live, out- I could live there yeah, easily. There's yeah. outdoor living and it's just, they're really nice. So, mm. I mean, what a great story to hear. That's no, a great story. So yeah, that's, that's all. next, uh, so that, what are we on today? The day's the 8th. I think that's the 14th is the mm, official mm, Tyler's mm, route, mm, official mm. opening, all good to go. So, yeah. yeah, pretty excited about that. So, yeah, we got a lot going on. People wonder about, you know, should we do property development? I think. 
well, we do it, and I'm you're certainly ready to go again. Like, it's exciting stuff, isn't it? Well, we're constantly on the run, on the go. On the go. On the go. And we and our people are all on the go. Yes. We have mentoring students doing fabulous stuff. So mm, mm, mm. if you're interested, seriously interested and, you know, want the right support, we we'll definitely I just got recommend. off the phone before. You, you didn't know this. Just before, out. Just before we did this podcast. Yeah. From somebody whom you know. Mm-hmm. Who was only in the mentoring program three weeks before they found a deal? Yes, I think he's found another one. Oh my gosh! The well num- done, I just went through the mate. numbers. I just went through the numbers with him, and I, I think it's okay. Yeah. Brilliant! There you go. Oh my gosh! So he's only even been in here for not even three months. No, not even that. That's epic, mm. and would have probably found a joint venture partner at the workshop. Almost, I'd say. Yep. There yeah. You, yeah. Yep. There you go. Oh well. They, we're kind of celebrating because it's there's a lot of exciting stuff, oh, you know, yeah. and we jump through hoops and you know we do what we need to do to do property development. But mm. when you get some great stories, and we've just told you about a few of our little little issues going on at the moment, but none of them surprises. were too difficult. They were surprises, and just be aware that there's always going to be a surprise. Yeah, there's always going to be them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, hope you got something out of that. We will catch you next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>